All right, welcome to this week's episode of our Shotmaker podcast. I'm excited because I thought we had a really good conversation last week, right? Talking about some really interesting ways to build your team without having to spend so many dollars up front. So now we're sort of going to continue that conversation because we've had some big developments. Yeah, we figured we had a good time talking about Otani. Yes. And it goes on a week later because we're not done talking about Otani. Because if you look at the news hot off the press, yeah. the Dodgers just spent a lot more money. I mean, not compared to Otani, but <laughs> another $325 million yeah. for Yamamoto, right? The other player coming from Japan has never pitched in the Major League Baseball at all. Right. And 12 years, $325 million, they just added another, you know, huge piece to their puzzle, <laughs> their team. Right. So do you think... You play examples advocate, they would have gotten Iroda without Otani, or do you think they're coming together? What do you think? Well, I think as they come from the same country, they probably had can you know, no translators to talk yeah. together. So there's probably some benefits to that. Um, but I would assume that the money was part of it, but it was there were probably a bunch of teams offering that same yeah. money. Right? They said the Phillies were in on that and the Yankees, <laughs> right? There are some big names yeah. that were offering probably a ton of money. Okay. So my guess was that would be the tiebreaker, right? Yeah. You had somebody that you wanted to go play with. Yeah. And like you said before, which was interesting, you know, kind of bringing it back to business, that whole idea of expectation. Right now, even the other players are expecting that you're going to win the World Series pretty easily. So it's, yeah. it's interesting to think about and like adding pressure in some ways, but now you also have more talent. So. Right. And we've seen this in basketball yeah. before, right? When LeBron brings his friends to come play with him. So it's not new that no. superstars want to play with each other. But baseball wasn't normally like that because, right, you need so many players. Right. It's not like basketball, you put five guys on a court. Right. You know, baseball, football, you need, but, you know, I think that's what <laughs> we're starting to see is they're like, hey, well, we can go play together. Yeah. And hopefully have a really successful team. Well, and you brought up a really interesting point as you relate it back to business, which is the whole idea of not just good players want to play together, but like good employees want to work together. So, right. you know, what is that intrinsic? Like, yes, they had to spend a lot of money to get Otani, but now you have, like, it's going to cause your team to step up in ways that's sort of an intangible, right? You can't really see on paper what the team would have been next year without him or with him, but it probably is going to drive them to work harder. Now they all got to fight for spots a little harder, and it'll be interesting to see how that sort of feeds off itself. Yeah, we talked directly to, like, a restaurant, like yeah. we talked last week, is, yeah, maybe that new GM that you were in love with that you really wanted it was going to cost more, but... You know, all those other factors that some yeah. we talked about last week, but the other factor is, you know, managers are going to want to work for that GM because yeah. the GM's good, not because he's friendly, whatever, funny, you know, but he's probably a really yeah. good general manager by either taking care of them, teaching them, developing them, and that's going to build your management team, which will then trickle down to your staff, right? Like, servers stay, and yeah. you know, I've always seen that, that work for managers that they want to work for. Um, and I think that's where it kind of all comes full circle in that, you know, yes, you, you did maybe, maybe you paid a lot more than you thought right. for that original part, but maybe the, the service you're getting yeah. at the table now is so much more, you know, so great because of it. Well, and I think you're right. Like, that also brings up, like, we talk a lot about interviewing. You guys talk right. a lot about interviewing and your, some of the consulting work you do. But, you know, it's a good point to say if you have two candidates and one has 
a network of people they're in right. contact with, they're well respected by their former. And sometimes it's hard to say, right? You're not going to ask someone, oh, do your former, you know, coworkers like you? But it's interesting to see if they bring that up because sure. I think, you know, that's part of building a team is like, okay, now can you call in a good back of house guy that you knew or, you know, bring right. in people and all of a sudden build your own team? That could be successful. And that's definitely part of it. I mean, yeah. I've saw it for many years as, you know, you bring maybe a kitchen manager over, and next thing you know, three or four really good line cooks follow them. And then you kind of know you made the right decision, right? <laughs> like, that person's pretty right. good. He said he was good. Yeah, okay. Everyone always <laughs> says, you're going to bring all this right. staff with right. you. But then it happens, you're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, he was true. He, was, he, he did bring it over with him. Yeah. So. I agree. It elevates it. And then I think, so then the next question for this, I would say this, you know, Otani Effect Part 3 is, will all of the egos under the pressure, right. like, work together? Because, you know, we've seen cases where it did. You know, the Patriots when they back in the day, sure. the Celtic, you know, you've had teams that just gelled with a lot of, yes. you know, egos. But then on the flip side... You've had a lot of teams that didn't, so... Right, and we've seen it many times where the, the, the best on paper doesn't always win, and I think that's where, whether it's the leadership of the player you bring in, yeah. or in the restaurant, the leadership of the GM, that that's what you're kind of, you're paying for. Yeah. That they're going to be able to make that team work together yeah. and give everyone a really good role, a very defined role, so everyone's not just kind of bouncing off each other. Yeah, and I think you see this a lot in, I would say, kind of, comparing it to like the new restaurant right new restaurant in town it's beautiful like everyone wants to go check it out they have a really expensive management team that they brought in from all over and i think what you know what these guys are going to be up against is everybody's gunning for you everybody's kind of like waiting for your mistake you know and i think that's something they're all going to have to to deal with to now you have to live with this expectation because how many fans are going to think oh Nothing, right? Like, we're going to win. Right. Yeah, now, now, really, we told last week, but really, now, this now. Team, you know, winning a World Series is really the only option. Like, I, I think if you go and lose, you, you still are like a failure You're like, at this point, right? Like, Patriots versus Giants. Yeah, like, so yeah, like, it's just completely like you won every game of the season, but you win the last one. It was a failure. Don't talk about it. Like, no. shun that team. And these guys even more because of what you've spent. And, yeah. You know, it's it's a lot. And, you know, so what would you say, because you've worked a lot, like, you know, led teams, like, how do you manage that? Extra? How do you get them focused back on, like, hey, guys, it's spring training. Like, we haven't even yeah. played our first game. Oh, we've done a lot of restaurant openings where, yeah, yeah like you said, you, you know, you're getting, it's, it's restaurant opening, it's corporate restaurant opening. It's very important for it to go well at the beginning. Yes. And a lot of points at the end. Everything has to be great. And there's a lot of investment that goes in, not just on the building and all that, but the team. Yeah. So it's, I'm taking the best manager from there. I'm taking the best manager from there. And next thing you know, like you said, you have maybe three or four of the best managers of all the restaurants <laughs> now all wanting to be the next in line at this right. restaurant. <laughs> but the goal is they all have to do a great job. Yeah. You know, in the corporate world, sometimes it's easier because like, hey, there's, you can all get promoted to yeah, general yeah, manager yeah, just yeah. going somewhere else. Yeah. But in the, 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 the immediate future is, you're judged on the success of that restaurant. Yeah. So I don't care how good this one manager is at writing a schedule or running a shift. If the restaurant results are not good, yeah. it's irrelevant. I think as long as you create that culture from the beginning, then the team understands that yeah. they can be the most knowledge. They can know every recipe and it doesn't matter. 
if yeah. the restaurant's not running well, their promotion kind of is still reflected by that. Right. And I think that's a great point. I think, you know, whatever you've done, especially if it's, you know, big investments, big goals, right? Brought in this dream team. It is getting everyone back to like, yeah. what's your role? Right. What's success to that back of house role? Like, don't worry about the front of house. Right. Don't worry about all that. Like, how is your role the most successful? And then collectively, everybody will win. Yeah, I mean, go to the, the Dodgers, right? What is each individual player going to have their own goals of maybe yeah. home runs or wins and average? Sure. And they're going to need to do that to get to where they want to go. Right. But I think, hey, there's only going to be one pitcher that can pitch the first game of the season, right? Right. One opening day starter. There's only one shortstop. Yeah. Only one cleanup hitter. So someone's going to be in a spot that they may not have been before. Yes. Right? If, if, if you know. And this year, our times won't be pitching. But next year, right, he comes yeah. back. If he's your number one, your number one is now your number two. Yeah. And that's okay. As long as it's okay. As long as right? like, <laughs> like, the ego part. Which, you know, and I think that's where as a leader, you know, being aware of the egos that are on your team. Because there's definitely going to be some in that manager role. And then, you know, making sure that they're in check and they're working together before, you know, before the big day. Yeah, just having those really candid, honest conversations. You know, I've had many times with managers of, hey, you just weren't ready to be maybe the number two in charge yeah. yet. Doesn't mean you're not doing a good job. It doesn't mean we don't think you care. It doesn't yeah. mean we don't think you could get there. But in this moment in time, it just wasn't the restaurant needed somebody else is why we brought them in. Yeah. You will have your chance in the future. If yeah. you do what you're supposed to do. And that's where I think, you know, fundamentally the lesson, especially the last two weeks is, okay, we want to invest in a big team. We want to pay the dollars that are it's going to take to to get the job done. But I think it's also, you know, in both situations, you still need a good coach. Right. You still need a good leader, someone who is helping move it forward. Right. right? It's not like the Dodger coach is just going to be like, I'm done. Hey, right? like, I don't need to do anything. <laughs> no, it's the opposite, right, right. in some respects, because you've sort of shaken it up, done something different, yeah. gotten people talking. So I think it's that same expectation as the owner is, even if you're spending all this money, right, right. you still have a role here to lead the team, yes. be strategic, drive it forward to where you want to go. Otherwise, it won't get there, even with the best talent. Yeah, I agree. I mean, especially said, you might have five great managers. Maybe you don't even have a GM. Maybe the owner is technically the GM. But if you're not managing those five managers, they're going to be bouncing off each other. <laughs> they're going to think that they're all the head, yes. you know, whatever it is. And it's not going to They're going back to the dugout. Like, it's going to happen very easily, yeah, no so matter what you're sporting. <laughs> I mean, it's very important that someone, you know, even down to a shift. I mean, uh, you know, from the restaurant business, like, each shift there was a leader. So, right, because there could be two times where two yeah. managers are equal in seniority, they're equal whatever, but they're both together in that shift. Well, someone's gotta be the final decision maker. Yeah. Because if not, what's gonna happen, right? <laughs> I tell you you can go home, you told them you can't go home, and now it's mom versus dad. So, you know, so same thing as we get the baseball or that, someone yeah. today is batting lead off, someone's not. Yeah. Someone today is the head of the shift, someone today yeah. is not. Maybe tomorrow it's your turn. I don't, it doesn't matter how you do it, but yeah. it is ever changing. But whether it's an owner or a GM, someone's got to be getting that message down. Yes. 
or it's just not going to, you know, the message won't be clear. Yeah. And that's, I think, the biggest difference between business and sports. I think in, in business, we sometimes forget that regardless of the team, that leader is so important and that, yeah. you know, having that culture, having those, right. you know, decisions, making sure the team respects the decision, that they know where they're going. I mean, in sports, it's always easy, right? We know where they are, where they're going, right? Everybody does. The whole world does. But in business, sometimes we don't, right? Like, does your team know where you want to go? Does your team know why you're bringing in this big salary person? Or, you know, right. it's not just like, oh, it's someone here, but it's really driving us forward to X place. And I think that's where, as we get to next year, looking at our team, being creative, like I talked about before, sure. thinking about the intangibles of what else that would bring to the table, but really drawing out what do we want for our business for the next three years, and could this powerhouse team be the missing link to get us right. there? Yeah, I agree. So, awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode, and we will see you next week.